Welcome to the RICO 12 Shares Podcast. This is an open to all addictions and afflictions sharing meeting. If you would like to record a share or a recovery prayer for RICO 12 Shares, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash shares and follow the links there or click on the link in the show notes. RICO 12 Shares is not a dumping ground for problems, nor is it a place for storytelling. RICO 12 Shares is not a place for crosstalk or contacting others. RICO 12 Shares is not a place to promote or proselytize any products, services, or specific religions. RICO 12 Shares is a place to share and hear the solution, your experience, strength, and hope. RICO 12 Shares is a short shares-only meeting closed out with a recovery prayer that is recorded by any one of our participants or audience members. The RICO 12 family of recovery services is supported by participants and listeners. To become a supporter, what we call a RICO 12 spearhead, please go to www.rico12.com forward slash support or click on the link in the show notes. It is now time to share. RICO 12 shares. Hello, my name is Ethan. I am an addict. My life is unmanageable and I am powerless to my addiction. I wanted to share today a little bit about my experience with step one. I got involved with my addiction around the age of 11 and would, would act out and kind of retreat and act out, but I held it within and it was a secret. And it wasn't until I was 14, so about three years afterwards, I confessed to my parents, confessed to church leaders, and really tried um, to work through it. And I remember my mom saying, you know, do you think this is an addiction? Do you think we need some more like professional help or really address this? And no, no, I said, it's no, not an addiction, just a bad habit. And that pattern continued from the age of 14 um, to around the age of 24 for me. So uh, 13 years of total you know, totally in my addiction, uh, just denying that it wasn't an addiction. And because I didn't acknowledge it was an addiction, it wasn't as big of a problem. Therefore, I didn't really need to do much. And so I didn't do very much. It was just a bad habit with enough time and willpower. I would break, I would break this habit and I would be delivered from it. And obviously that didn't happen. And I remember sitting in my, um, my home, I was visiting my parents over Christmas um, in uh, the winter of 2013, moving to 2014. And I remember having acted out um, pretty pretty badly. Um, really, my addiction was starting to spiral way out of control. And I remember sitting there and having this moment of fear, this darkness sweep over me. And it, 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 it frightened me. I hadn't felt it before. Things that I said I would never do, I had done. And then I started to like them and want them and crave them. Um, kind of it was, it was really, really eye-opening for me. And I sat there and said, you know what? I think I might have an addiction. I think I've got an addiction. But for me, addicts were those dirty, nasty people that were on the street corners. They were the bums, et cetera. I wasn't one. I was pristine. I was better. You know, I was, I was better than an addict. I, I, well, that wasn't me. You know, I was clean. Um, but once I admitted that, it got the ball rolling. Now, it took me a few months to finally go to my first meeting. But I really struggled with uh, with step one. I really struggled with um, acknowledging that my life was unmanageable and that I was powerless. My my twelve step 
group, we, this is our first step. We admitted that we were powerless over sexual addiction, that our lives had become unmanageable. And those two words, powerless and unmanageable, I had a lot of resentment towards those. I wasn't powerless. I wasn't unmanageable. And then it took me a little while and I swallowed my pride and I looked around and said, hey, my life is unmanageable. I can barely, barely manage myself. This addiction has me whipped. And once I admitted that, the floodgates opened. I finally acknowledged that the problem was an addiction. And then I could have the remedy that would allow me to, to treat the addiction. For me, that was the 12 steps. And so whenever I introduce myself, I have to remind myself that I am powerless over my addiction, my sexual addiction. And my life is unmanageable. That keeps me humble. That keeps me grounded. It keeps me rooted. And it allows the power of recovery to come over me and allows my higher power, my God, to step in and save me from my addiction. So my name's Ethan. I am powerless over my addiction and my life is unmanageable. Thank you. Rico 12 shares. Hey, I'm Justin and I am a recovering addict and I am Super grateful for an additional insight I gained into step one this morning. I was reading uh, in our, in a meeting, we were reading from the 12 and 12 about step one, and I just had a bolt of lightning hit me. And uh, I'm one who thinks, hey, step one, that's the basics. I know I'm powerless over my addiction. I know that. There is no doubt about it. And my life has become unmanageable. And the unmanageability of my life is my life, not just around my addiction. It's, it's all involved. But the insight that hit me that uh, peeled back another layer of the onion and made me realize, hey, more will continue to be revealed is that um, when, I, when my life is unmanageable, when I see the unmanageability in my life, it's because I am the one trying to manage it. I have tried to step back into that corner office that has been shut down for however long it's been since I took step three and fired myself and fired Justin and the doors of Justin Incorporated were shut down. The, <clears throat> the business went defunct. It went bankrupt. And I hired God, the God of my understanding. Well, actually, God of my understanding hired me to be his agent his spearhead of his ever advancing creation. And that is who my boss needs to be. That's who needs to be managing me and managing my life. And when that is happening, my life seems to be manageable, not by me, but by God. And I'm just doing the will of the father as it's, as it states there, trying to, um, be that spearhead. Now, a spear and a spearhead without the spearman is absolutely useless. It lays on the ground or it leans against the wall. Um, but if I put myself into being a an agent, an independent contractor for God, I get paid for the work that he does with me. Now, if I choose to say, hey, I don't want you picking me up. I don't want you sharpening my spearhead. I don't want you doing anything with me. I got this. I'm going to do it myself. I'm not going to do much more than sit on the ground or stand in the corner and uh, do nothing. 
And if somehow I do something, I am going to screw it up big time. My life then becomes unmanageable because I am trying to manage my life. And uh, what a mess I make of that. But what a beautiful thing is when I accept the fact that I am nothing more than a bit actor in this massive, amazing play production that the God of my understanding is putting on. But as soon as I say, hey, God, (laughs) I need you to put more light on me. I want you to do this for me. And I start trying to boss the director around as a bit actor over a very small part of the play. It just makes a mess of my own little part of the play. It's not messing up the play as a whole because I'm not the director. But it messes up my bit of the play. And uh, anyways, that is my insight today. That's what I just felt inspired to uh, improve, to become better at. And I'm Justin. I am still a recovering addict, but I am a spearhead, an agent of God's ever-advancing creation. Rico 12 shares. Hello, my name is Nate. I'm a sex addict. I act out through um, pornography, masturbation, lust, fantasy. Um, objectifying women um, addicted to lust. And I wanted to share um, some experiences I've had with working with a sponsor, particularly one who's quite a bit younger than than I am. Um, I am 43. My sponsor is 22. I've been working with him for about two weeks now. And, um, you know, I was pretty excited to have a sponsor um, who's someone that I had communicated with several times already. Uh, and But I did have some trepidation about having, having a sponsor quite a bit younger than myself. Uh, worries and concerns about you know differences in life experiences. And, uh, and I've, you know, I've been married almost as long as he's been alive. And, you know, he's a single guy. And so I had some marital concerns, challenges recently and about a week ago. And so I called up another another member and was talking things through with him. And he asked what my sponsor thought. And I admitted that I had not spoken with him. And I gave those concerns uh, he suggested that i still reach out to my sponsor and that if he's right with god then you'll have the insight that i need and uh, pointed out that you know he has some stewardship over me as my sponsor and so i so i did i talked talked to my sponsor and he had some great advice and um and since then uh, I've gone through some really difficult moments and in talking to him, he, he got me through it. He got me back on track with, um, with God. And, um, it's been a really great experience and I'm very grateful uh, for that opportunity to let go of some pride and recognize that, 
you know, that he is living in recovery in a way that I have not. And I need, um, and I want to be living in that same way. And I'm grateful to have a guide to, to bring me along through these, through the steps and through into recovery. And with that, I will pass. Thanks. Rico 12 shares. And I am a recovering addict, um, recovering anorexic, um, love and sex, uh, definitely control. <laughs> and I am also a recovering SNM um, member. I um, today just wanted to share a yay that I had, a moment of victory with God. Um, yesterday I had an experience with a negative experience with a family member and felt very rejected, very, um, not enough. And normally that would have sent me into a nice little spiral that would have then sent me to, you know, acting out or seeking comfort from anything but my higher power. And this morning and even last night, um, I found myself reaching out to my higher power and letting that go and surrendering those feelings and those emotions and asking uh, for him to take those from me um, and, and to remind me um, that I am not defined by others. And the thing that kept coming back to me again is a saying I heard from someone else in recovery. I don't take credit for this, but I have an audience of one. I have my higher power. And all that matters is that I'm trying to do what my higher power wants me to do and aligning my will with his. And that is all that matters. And um, I don't need to worry about everyone else and be the people pleaser that I want to be and trying to fix things and make things perfect and make everyone happy. Um, and feeling like I have to do that or I have no value, no worth in really truly recognizing I have value and worth with my higher power and I don't have to feel this way and I can give it to him. And I also want to say he provided people that held space for me and allowed me to feel my feelings because I can't stop those feelings either and process them and move through them. And that was, that was the victory. I was able to move through and um, I know that my effort was good enough for God. And I know that the person um, that I felt rejected by is also good enough for God. And that sh this person's just as broken as I am. And therefore, together, we're trying to walk these steps of humanity. Our humanity just oozes out of us. And that is why I rely on a higher power. And I have an audience in one. And with that, I pass. It is now time to close the RICO 12 Shares meeting. If you wish to share some of your recent experience, strength, and hope, or have insights that you've gained from other speakers or other meetings, please follow the links in the show notes to our website and submit a recorded share there. You can also become a RICO 12 spearhead and financially support these projects by clicking on the support link in the show notes. Thanks. We will now launch off into the rest of our day with a prayer. This is Justin, and I am an addict, and this is the Thomas Merton prayer. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. 
I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does, in fact, please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, will I trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Keep coming back. It works when you work it. So work it. You are worth it.